welcome back to episode 12 of the Roost podcast. I'm Frank, and I'm in Guelph. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got right now. I'm just going to introduce my co-hosts, or my other hosts, uh, Alain, who is currently in Guelph as we speak. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Guelph as well. Uh, first official episode on the pod. I'm excited. Talk about some good stuff today. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. Um, next, we got my brother, uh, the slimy guy, Tam, Tommy Toff. What's just going on? I am currently 12 steps away from Frank right now. Um, <laughs> not gonna lie, it's it's been a it's been a tough day for me today. I, I had a midterm, and I don't think it went too well, but we'll have to see next week. Um, but yeah, I'm just cracking a brew right now and getting ready for this podcast. I'm really excited. We got a lot of good stuff for you guys today, and uh, hope you guys enjoy. Yeah, I mean, on that note, we can just get right to the intro. So we planned out for the intro was, you know, we're going to discuss how, you know, Tommy, I, and Alain met. Mostly Tommy and I mean Alain. I mean, I met Tam when we were, like, in the womb. So uh, we <laughs> I, 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 I haven't met Hank. <laughs> I haven't even met him. You guys aren't really friends. No, I don't, I don't yeah. know who he is, man. Yeah, he's, like, my secret admirer. But anyways, um, so, I mean, Alain could start Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean I, I, could, I could take you through it, so... I want to say this was in about the, well, first of all, we were in a group chat a while ago. I want to say since like June or July. Oh, June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with, uh, with, for our program. So we, we were already in a group chat together. And then I, I still hadn't got into the residence here. So I was still looking for a place. And then you, you posted something in the group chat, said you needed roommates. So I DM'd you. And you were like, oh, yeah, we got this three-floor massive house. It's got a pool. It's only 600 a month. And I'm like, yo, this is a steal. This is amazing. Like, how can, how can I not take this? So I asked for a picture of the house. And then it turns out it was a rancher. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was a little let down. And then everyone else slowly started leaving the group chat. It wasn't a rancher. It was Kate. <laughs> It was like no, a no. six-person house, and it didn't no look... No way that thing could fit six people. You no, guys it did. Scamming me. It did, but... Oh, it I, I sure got scamming me. Nah. <laughs> nah, and, like, after I said... Like, because, like, nah, like, my, my, my dad... No offense, Z, but you, you gave me false info. Like, <laughs> you said, you said... Or I, maybe I just thought it was a nice house. I don't know. I said, hey, like, you know, land, like, we got this house. I thought it was two-story, but... After I saw the picture on Google, I was supposed to text the chat. But before I could text the chat, Alan, Alan like left the chat. I'm like, oh shit, okay. No, but it it was really thoughtful because it was their dad's client, and uh, he reached out to us, and we like we appreciate it. Um, we we ended up getting into res, so I guess Alan, you can go from there. Yeah. So, uh, first first night I get here, uh. Henry in the group chat again asked, this is the one with our program. He asked if anyone's on res and I said, I am. So he, you DM me personally again. You're like, yo, where do you live? And then we turns out we're neighbors and you live yeah. like literally like 10 steps away from me. <laughs> kind of ironic. Who would have thought? Oh God. Yeah, man. It was mod. I was like, there's no, I was like, there's no chance the lands is beside me. I'm like, Oh yeah. Shit. What are the chances you guys saw me yeah. and you're like, this guy's gonna revive the podcast. This guy's good. This guy's yeah, gonna be the one. I know what. I know, man. This guy's gonna be the new Julian. Chances were slim. They were slim, but yeah, here we are. Here we are. Oh, there's a cop out the window. <laughs> Bastards. 
cops everywhere here. Oh yeah. Um, probably the only thing on everyone's mind right now is probably the Super Bowl. It's the only thing on my mind. We're recording this on uh, what's today? Monday, February eighth. So last night was the Super Bowl. Frank, what what do you, what do you, what do you think about the game? I mean, I, I'm not I'm I'm no football analyst, but you know the Bucks won, right? I bet. Well, I bet on it. I, I bet a couple couple units, but it, it was great great win for me. I, I really need the cash, so you know Bucks win. Got the uh, the bet done. You know it was Tom Brady's eighth Super Bowl win, which I found was is insane. Like he, everybody knows, this guy is a freaking goat. Like this guy's mod. Um, seven. See, oh, seven. seventh win, seventh uh, win, seventh. Okay. Yeah. See, yeah. I, yeah. As I said, I, I'm no football analyst, but um, yeah. Another thing I took away from the game was, you know, Mahomes. Man, this guy was horrid. Like, you know, Tommy, my brother's a Chiefs fan. I, I already, I already didn't want him to play, to play not well, but he played horrible, and it just goes to show about the score, right? Um, he didn't throw one pat, one. Pa- they didn't get one touchdown the whole game. I mean, I'll, I'll get into him later, but continue. But yeah, no touchdown at all through the whole game. I mean, some dude put in 40K on that and won a million. He bet, hey, Chiefs aren't going to score a touchdown all game. And he won like a million bones because I, that's, again, betting is, is, it's all about luck. So, it's all um, luck. I mean, another, another thing I took away from the game was uh, this is probably more in detail, but uh, I forget his first name, Pringles, last name Pringle. Uh, his performance was, in my in my mind, like outstanding. Like he only got three receiving yards, and he didn't really get as many receiving yards as I thought. But he's a kick returner, right? Eighty-seven uh, return rushing yards, which is like mediocre. But it, for me, it was all about his heart. Like this guy wanted to win. He was quick. He was agile. Um, I just thought he gave the Chiefs the best chance to win. He almost got that one in the end zone. If he gets that, it's a different game. Yeah, no, different game. Exactly, and um. Yeah, he just showed the most heart out there. Um, I got a couple other points here. So now all three Tampa Bay organizations have won their respective championships uh, in their 2020 calendar year. So you got the Tampa Bay Lightning winning this past September uh, for the Stanley Cup. You got the Tampa Bay Rays who won the uh, World Championship again, and you also and now you got the Bucks winning, right? So Tampa Bay, that city, you guys should be proud. If whoever lives in Tampa Bay listens to this podcast. You should be goddamn proud because you, you guys are doing well in the sports world. Did Brady really deserve the MVP? I, I think he did, man. Like this, this guy is disgusting. Like he's been gross for his whole career. Like he, I mean, I would say Gr- it would be questionable between him and Gronk because Gronk got two touchdowns that game. But guess who threw the passes? Brady. So I know. Um, and give credit to the running backs too. The running backs are gross. Like Fournette. Um, who's the other? Who's the other big guy there? Um, come on, Ronald Ryan. Jones. Ronald there. Jones. There we go on my fantasy team. Yeah, he he was great too. So yeah, that's basically all my thoughts. Um, Tam, you wanna you wanna kick it? No, yeah, like great great game. Um, my my only thing was like, okay, Mahomes didn't play great, but he he was injured. He, you could easily tell he was injured. He was limping all over the field, um, and he also had no help. He had no help whatsoever. Every time he put the ball in a perfect position for his receivers. Barely got it. Kelsey got a few receiving yards. So like, I mean, so Kelsey had a good game. He, Kelsey, had, they, Kelsey had a good game. He had a really good game, but it, it, it's not enough. It, it wasn't enough. And, you know, 
I put 10 bucks on on the Chiefs because everyone was saying, oh, yeah, like the Bucks are going to win like Brady's in. I'm like, okay, these guys are just going for like the cloud. They're going for like the hype. So I'm going to go for honestly, I thought the Chiefs were the underdog because everyone was hyping up Brady in the playoffs. I'm like, nah. screw it. Let's go yeah. for my Chiefs. The Chiefs were on a different level this season. Yeah, they were. They were. Um, but as soon as I heard that that Mahomes got the concussion, he also screwed up his ACL, um, broke his foot or something. He was all banged up. So I'm like, okay, screw it. What if he performs a miracle, gets the win? Um, didn't happen. Didn't even get a touchdown. Um, actually, yeah, again, Hank told, said he – some guy bet on that, which is insane. But you know, you know what else someone bet on? So whoever watched the game, this guy streaked on the field – I went in the street, but he sprinted on the field and he bet on him on himself. He bet 40 grand um, that someone was going to run on the field. So he ran on the field and got. <laughs> oh, two, what? Yeah. yeah. So, and so he ran on the field and, and got 236K. No, no, 375K. Um, wow. He's going to have to bail himself out of jail. It's like oh, $1,000, $2,000, whatever. Yeah. But that. yeah, that was, that was exciting. What do you guys think about the halftime show? I'm curious. Oh, it's okay. Nothing like special in my opinion. It was good, but it, I mean, pretty good. Okay, six out of ten, I'd say. I mean, I mean he, he was representing Canada, so I, I I liked it. You know what? Good for him. Fair enough. I I just yeah. find that every like, it's inevitable that every single halftime show there's gonna be memes. Like there's always gonna be memes. There's always gonna be memes. Yeah. Like there yeah. was one. Oh, I forget. It was the little dancers beside him. There was a meme about. Them. I don't know. I'm gonna. <laughs> that have was to, so have, weird. Yeah, I'm gonna have to ask my main man Sarge um, what that meme was when he comes back on the pod because he he's a, he's the meme guy. Him and James, who were on the podcast earlier a couple years ago. But yeah. Um. Anyways, Alan, what do you think about the Super Bowl? Um. I well, I got a lot of thoughts for this. Um, yeah, go for it. Go for it. First of all, I think I don't think Brady did uh like too much. You know, I think the Bucks the Bucks defense played played great. Uh, the running game. Was really good for the Bucks. Ronald Jones, twelve carries, sixty-one yards. Fournette. Fournette had a great game as well. He had how much did he have? Sixteen carries, eighty-nine yards, one touchdown, and he he went on touch in the end zone for like a twenty-five-yard touchdown, which pretty much sealed the game in the third quarter. But man, that was that game. Just it was just so depressing to watch for like if you're a Chiefs fan, in my opinion, because. Every time Mahomes get the ball got snapped him, he was just running out of the pocket. Like, no, I was looking brutal. like I don't know if you guys seen the clips. Do you ever see the things of like Michael Vick from like Madden like ten? The clips <laughs> from him, and he's just running around the pocket and he's like juking everyone. Yeah, that's basically what Mahomes is trying to do. Yeah, he he's, he's a runner, like, man. Like twenty six for forty nine, two two hundred seventy yards, two interceptions. Mahomes is pressured on fifty seven percent of his dropbacks which is just a crazy number. It's the most by any QB in Super Bowl history. It's crazy. Really? Brady, Brady on their hand, 9.5%. the lowest of the Super Bowl career. Like, the scouting report says the way to beat Brady is to send pressure, and they just didn't send the pressure. They, it was just yeah. bad, bad game planning as well from, from Kansas. There's only, what, one sack, two sacks? Yeah. The the penalties as well were, oh. were a big issue, but – you, you guys, you guys can can judge if you think the refs were were the real culprit or not. I don't know. I don't know. I, obviously, some of them were a little iffy to me. I, I was pretty pissed off, honestly. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it was just a lack of discipline by the Chiefs yeah. defense. Uh, I'd say Matthew 
That guy was <sighs> tough game. Him, him and Tom are getting into it, eh? Yeah, he's a bugger. Him and, him I, and I Tom are like really him. getting into it. I don't like he, him at he all. He went right at him for the third touchdown. Yeah, no, he's kind of a AB. prick, but like, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. You know what? Eleven he, pound. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I don't know. Matthew was. He just had a rough game. He he sort of, you know, we we've all played hockey. You have those games where like nothing's gonna go right for you, and you're just pissed off. And I think that's what happened for him in the Super Bowl. It's the worst time for that to happen. Um, but I, I honestly think the refs did screw us on some of those calls, um, especially the one where it was 7-3 bucks and Mathieu actually got that interception. And I thought for sure it was it was good. It was good to go. We were going to get a touchdown. It's going to be a close game, tight game. Of course, you get a flag and first down, another field kick. Like, oh Well, God. no. So, wait. So, okay. So, in total for the game – the Chiefs were flagged 11 times for 120 yards. Just very Jeez. undisciplined. There was just a bunch of costly penalties. Like that Every one you touchdown. just mentioned, the one on – it was on Sharavius Sh- Ward. Um, yeah. And yeah. then Matthew, Matthew gets the pick. Like it was away from the ball. Like he wasn't even – thank you. I think the foul was on Mike Evans. Like he didn't really need to yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, it was just really undisciplined. There was the offside call. Second quarter, the Bucks had a field goal. They – and then the Chiefs went offside, first down box. I don't think they scored on that drive, but then they forced them into the uh, the goal line stop, and then they got a they got a touchdown on the next play. So, in my opinion, it's just really un really bad discipline from the Chiefs defense. It's terrible. They really they really threw that one. Yeah. Um. What do you What are you thinking for like next season? Next season? Ooh. Yeah. That's that, That's tough. That's tough. I can't lie. What do you, what do you, what, what do you think? I'm honestly like, I, I'm not a bandwagon. I've, I've liked the Chiefs for about seven years now. Um, I'm thinking Mahomes has learned a lot from Brady and he's, I mean, Brady hasn't quite like handed over the torch to him yet, but I, I think, I think Mahomes is obviously the real deal and uh, he's going to do some great work. He's, he's pissed off. He's pissed off because he's injured. He's, he's going to, he's going to obviously conserve his energy and, just he's gonna play great next season, and I think they're gonna win the Super Bowl. That's yeah. my prediction. But I'll put ten bucks on it. I'll put ten bucks on it. Frank, honestly, I'm uh, as I said, I'm a Col- I mean, I haven't said this on the pod, but I I'm a Colts and Falcons fan, so I really hope either one of them make it in. But I honestly think Bucks are gonna do it again. Like do it again. You know, like Brady even said in his speech at the end of the game, he's like, some dudes like. Hey, so you coming back? He's I'm back. I I'm coming back. He's gonna win. It. He's gonna win it again. Watch. He's gonna win it again. He will. He will. Yeah. He might. I I think the Bucks have a good shot. A lot of teams have a good shot. The Chiefs are always gonna be. Chiefs are gonna be in it for the next ten years. How about how the Packers? You think the Packers? Are Packers. Gonna, Packers yeah. have a good shot. Um, unless I doesn't look like they're moving on from Aaron Rodgers, but if they do, the Bills, that, that would be like, that would be terrible. The Bills are good. Yeah. Ravens are good. Steelers, Browns are getting better. Stewards were stu- stupid, but. Yeah, the, the, they, they got hot and cold at the wrong times. Come on, yeah. Juju. Yeah. Stop dancing around. Yeah, he's got to stop dancing. <laughs> yeah. It's... Anyways, um, so, I mean, if Elena's any more notes from that game, he can nah, say them. Or... Not really. How, how did you guys enjoy the game in general? Like, what, what do you think of the game? Just <sighs> it, it was cool to see a lot of fans. Uh, I can't lie. Yeah. It was Even though it. with everything going on. I, I was sort of bored. I, I was bored, to be honest. Um, mostly the second half because 
one time the Chiefs were on the, like a drive for like what, like six minutes, seven minutes, and that's pretty long in a football game. Yeah. And it was just they weren't doing anything. Mahomes was running around like a chicken with his head cut off, like just running all over the field. Um, but yeah, like uh, I don't know, guys. I I was disappointed. Um, but that's that's twenty twenty for you already. Like, sorry, I don't know. It's definitely better than twenty twenty. Can say that. Yeah. I was way too into those wings during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. The Super Bowl food probably got to be the second best part. Yeah. That's always the favorite, you know? I fell asleep actually after the second because I was <laughs> like smoked. I was so tired. And then I heard the word wings and I popped right up and crushed like 12 of them, 15 of them. Uh, and I'm awake man. again. So, yeah. Big man. Yeah. So, I, mean, I guess we're going to cut over to our, uh, you know, <laughs> We're here in University on Residence. Uh, we're just going to talk about our school life. I think Alana's going to take this over for a and, bit. And because, you know, Alana is new and we haven't really had an episode on him. Obviously, the second one. But I think this one's going to be more about Alana and uh, his sort of experiences uh, during this year. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm honored. I, I'm truly yeah. honored to be, to be frank. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad I met these two roosters, honestly, two of the, two yeah. of the greatest kids out there. Um, but yeah, Guelph, Guelph, Ontario, it's been pretty fun. I can't lie. These, uh, these last what, six months. Oh yeah. Almost. It's almost six months now. Uh, we've been having a good time. I say Guelph, Guelph is a pretty nice city. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely pretty chill. I mean, everyone is pretty nice here. It's better than Laurier. i'm gonna get some some smack from that later after the podcast but you know we are rival schools so throw everything you got at me that's true them golden hawks yeah something i don't know yeah are they they golden yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah, it's brutal it's the worst name it's 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 a horrible name it's not it's not even a real thing man i mean neither is different but like griffin sounds a lot more sicker than golden hawks come on they have a better name uh yeah go the city of guelph is a lot different than what what I'm used to, at least. I don't know what you guys are used to. Somewhat, something similar, I assume. It is similar, you know. Etobicoke is 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 kind of like wealth. Like it, it is smaller, but obviously it's a bit more like a bubble, you know. Like like here, I feel like it's more more open. There's a lot of different people that come around here. It's, it's I, I I love it. I I'll absolutely love Guelph. Yeah, this is this is much different than Toronto. I can't I can't lie. Like I gotta wake up, and like when I when I want to get something. You have to drive everywhere. Yeah, man, I'm so used to getting up and walking. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's so much I mean, better. You still walk. You still walk places. You nah, it's, we it's, don't do much walking here. All right, fair enough. Yeah, especially during quarantine, we're in our rooms, you know, working on this podcast, playing video games, doing the most school that we need to do. I mean, as much as we need to do. Yeah, we we never the go bored. I yeah. think there should be a, obviously a healthy balance between, you know, leisure and school. I think it's also good for mental health that we can, you know, participate in different things around. I mean, COVID screwing that up, but I think all of us are trying to do the most we can to, you know, get our, keep our brains fresh, keep our social life fresh. Yeah. You know, whether it's keep our like, bodies healthy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like playing video games with friends or just going on walks, you know, just to get food and FaceTime okay. calls, teams calls, you know, like all that, obviously it's not a, that great but 
I mean, the virtual world is what we live in right now. So Dude, this, this, this is life, yeah. boys. It is. Yeah, it is. And it's the best we can get right now. I mean, we're actually, speaking of that, we're actually almost out of lockdown. Um, so the state of emergency is actually done tomorrow, um, February 9th. And the locked, I think it's in no, the state, state home order. State of home order is done on 16th. Yeah. 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 So uh, we'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to go see what life's like again. Yeah, we'll hopefully we'll have some more uh, uni stories for you guys later on. Um, yeah, obviously, during yeah. COVID, we uh, haven't had much of a chance to, I don't know, like really visit much of Guelph, you know? Yeah, and we've been yeah, on exactly. the campus a lot. But so far, I, li- I like the city. It's a nice city. Soon we'll get to have, uh, you know, a test of all the bars. Oh, yeah, we're, we're all turning 19 soon. Yeah, we're, real, real soon, real, real soon. Um, I don't know, I want to take us through, you know, sort of online school and some aspects of that. Man, wow. So first of all, what, what are you what are your thoughts on online school? Do you guys do you not that do you enjoy doing it, but do you think that it's been delivered in like an adequate way, like sufficient, sufficient what the te- what they've given us? I think I can go first if you want, Tam. I've you know they've tried their best. It's just it's never gonna work for anybody. It's never going to work out how we always wanted to. There's always going to be flubs in the system. There's always going to be, you know, screwed up internet. Like I've been knocked off calls and it, it just sucks because let's say, I mean, this past weekend I was up in my buddy's cottage at a class on the 10th and I was driving home and I couldn't make it. Like it's just so much easier if there was, there wasn't COVID, I wouldn't have gone to my friend's college and I would have been in class studying and learning. Right. So it, it bugs me and this is what we have to live through. So I'm hoping this is done by fall. You know, yeah, that's a great point. And like, I I don't know, for me, I find like my time management's pretty good. Like I, I think I have enough time to do all my work uh, with online schooling. And I mean, I've, I've been pretty, I did pretty well in first semester. Um, But what, what's really killing me is, you know, I know there's virtual lectures and seminars, but it's, for me, it's, it's not the same. It's, it's not the same. I, I, I'm sure everyone's going to say this, but like, I, I mean, I need that person, the person connection, like in a huge, because we're first year, right? We need that huge, like, you know, sense of yeah connections, you know, like in a, in a huge lecture hall. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, yeah. Go for it. It's, it's part of, yeah, it's part of university. So I think I, obviously I think we're missing out on a lot of what university has to offer. Um, obviously we're really lucky to be in residence right now. Um, some say it's may not it's not worth it. I I I think it is. We've met a lot of great people. Um, we definitely wouldn't have been where we are right now, to be honest. Like we we got a lot of help from each other, and we've been doing pretty well. But no, yeah, online schooling is what we got to deal with right now, and it's just the way it is. Well, I mean, Chris, we, we would have met Stack. We wouldn't have had another host on the podcast. This, this thing would yeah. have happened, man. Yeah, it's He's truly a blessing who, in disguise. Yeah, it is. He's it the is. one who noticed that we had a podcast as he was surfing through the our socials, and that's how we got this thing going. Also, Chris in line could reach out to us. That also started us up. Oh, I, that was a great podcast. This yeah, is something we didn't do actually ever on our our old content. But. Yeah, and as we said, we're trying to make this a little bit more serious, yeah. a little bit more. You know, up. he. he he definitely sparked some new ideas and I yeah. think we're going to build off of that uh, coming towards the future here. But yeah, Alain, what do you think about online schooling right now? I mean, it's not going great. They're trying as hard as they can. You know, this pandemic affected everyone in very serious ways, like much more serious than others. 
Um, I think for us, it's pretty, uh, it's, it's not, it's not very life threatening, the situation. So it's not very important, especially in our time, but I just, I don't think they really, they handle it from the start. First of all, you can go back to the, like the TDSB. I don't know what, um, are you guys in the same school board? Uh, Catholic one. The Catholic. So you're in the Catholic yeah. school board. So, yeah. so my school board, the Toronto district school board, this is for my senior year in grade 12. Um, so when the pandemic hit, they initially announced that your marks couldn't drop. This was, this was mostly because I think some kids didn't have access to the technology and they didn't want to make it, you know, they didn't want to leave like 10% of the kids behind. Sure. Like if you, if you couldn't do the school, then you couldn't do it and your marks don't go down. So they're already making it really easy for us. And a lot of the students just did not do any work. Um, the teachers knew it. And it was kind of just like, uh, almost just like a buy year, like the second semester. It was just a, it was just a buy. We did school for about a month and then they said, all right, that's it. You're done. You know, like it was, it was way too easy. I don't know what you got, how much you guys did, but it was way too easy for me. Yeah, no, I just have to write like an essay and that's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same. Yeah. Literally yeah. I, I mean, for me, it was just a lot of reading because I'm like, okay, I got to get a jump start on university here. I, I got to read everything. So I just read a lot of things. This semester, I do have to admit, I haven't been reading a lot, um, but that's only because most of the stuff's like, it's pretty similar to us. Like, I don't know, micro, macro, it's still economics, still the same stuff we're learning. So I haven't been really digging into the books lately, but and we got a midterm coming up and we, we all know how it goes now. We all know how to study for it. We're, we're pretty good at it now. I mean, the last study session, I, I found it pretty helpful, but yeah, I think, I think we're in for a treat. I think we're in for a treat for next year because we got to really, we got to step up our game because yeah. it's completely different. Um, they're not going to be lenient at all. Yeah. But I think, I think it'd be harder on us because we're, we're going to be in, actually because they're we you get the email they said we're going to be in in face-to-face -face yeah. next year so i'm, I'm pretty excited for oh, that really? i didn't even know that what the hell yeah they had yeah, the senate yeah. having well -face -face they're planning on it and i'm pretty sure it's going to happen so. i feel like i feel like we have a good shot at happening next yeah. semester we'll be back yeah oh yeah but yeah like you said they're definitely going to make it harder like it's already it's already very i don't want to say it's really easy because i'm not necessarily smashing out of the park but sometimes it just doesn't feel very challenging and it seems like this online school yeah. is just like it doesn't even feel like we're learning it feels like we're just completing the tasks they give you know yes and like yeah. we go through the simulations and we're just like we're just doing it we're not learning um i don't know that might be the might be what regular school is like in university i don't know you you can't you can't ask me because we've only experienced this online learning have you but have you not like found that you've actually learned some things like like I've learned, yeah, of course I've learned some things, but you know, yeah. like in general, the way that the, the courses are set up, it feels like it's just like complete these tasks and we'll give you your grade, you know? Yeah, it's that's the only thing about online. It, it's just it's basically on your time, which is what I kind of don't like. I kind of like getting forced into doing things, right? I kind of like like it's like an obligation that I have to do, which is why I'm excited for classes next year. Yeah. yeah. Me too. I mean, like, for example, like my midterm today, I, it was like, yeah, you can log in between 1130 and 1230, you know, whenever you feel comfortable, like just, you can start it whenever you have this amount of time. I'm like, like, come on. Like, I just want to like get in there with everyone, jam in my, jam in my login time 
and just rip it and we all finish at the same time like it's just yeah. that that's a competition I, I want you know like this I don't really feel like there's any competition anymore because you don't get to see everyone and yeah it just sucks guys like I hope it sucks but yeah but <coughs> Doug Ford is doing a great job. He's doing a good job with handling this thing. And I think we're going to, we're going to get going um, next year for all the things we can look forward to. So. I mean, whoever, you know, discriminizes Rob, it's like, he's trying his best. Like, like, you can shoot us a DM. It's like, what would you do if you were the prime minister right now? Like, seriously, how much better than you would do that job? I I think he's doing fine. I think he's fine. Like, I'm not, really not a prime minister. He's not a prime minister. Oh, premier. Well, there you premier. go. Premier of Ontario. Dumbass. Yeah. Uh, I guess I have too few brews already, so that, that'll, <laughs> that'll definitely show. Uh, let's move into our, you know, some summer stories that we can share with these guys. You know, I know all you students are our age, everybody our age has had a summer job, summer experience that, I mean, hey, if you want to come on the pod and share it, you can, but, you know, we've had some pretty jokes ones that we want to share with you guys, so, you know, Stay on the pod, listen up, and uh, here's Tam's story. Okay, so this summer, COVID hit, and need some money. Need some money for university. So I started looking for jobs, and got a job at a golf course in, in Tobacco. It's been pretty going pretty well. Uh, I made a lot of cash from there, but I also wanted a second job because I knew that just that one job wouldn't be enough. So I, I, I took a painting job. I'm actually a guy from our school run, ran it. He was my boss. And we, one time we went to Hamilton and this may have been the most like interesting time of not my life, but just of like the workforce. So our job was to paint a, uh, like a, like a complex, like an apartment complex, um, the whole thing. So windows, doors, walls, et cetera, ceilings. And, it was like a good two week job, 14 days. So it was summer, it was hot. And for all you foreign listeners on Canada, Hamilton, in my opinion, is an absolute dump. So you would- Yeah, we're gonna get some backlash for that, but that's okay, keep going. You would you, you, you <laughs> get out of the car and it just smells like garbage. Like it's just brutal. Um, and actually, you know, we've been drinking a lot in the summer, it's COVID, right? So. I remember one time we were going to Hamilton and I was so hung over. It was, it was a Monday night too. Like who the hell gets that drunk on a Monday night? And I wake up uh, in the morning, my, my buddy Dylan, who may come on the podcast sooner or later, um, picks me up. We're driving to Hamilton and we stop. We always did this. We'd always stop for Timmy's, uh, grab a coffee, grab, grab a farmer's wrap. So uh, my stomach was killing me. I was hung over. I eat the farmer's wrap midway through the drive. Don't feel great. Stomach's gurgling. I'm like, ah, shit. Like, Dylan, 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 pass me back, pass me back. So I, I yak in a bag, right? <laughs> and it's it's not it's not like an actual like plastic bag. It's like the the paper bags that you get your food in. So it it blows a hole in it, and it started <laughs> leaking. It started oh, leaking all over the car, and it was so it was so gross. And I'm like, Kate, okay. and Dylan's like, yo, yo, man, you gotta get rid of it. You gotta get rid of it. I'm like, what do you mean? We have a ladder strapped to our car going like 130 on the highway. Like, where can we pull off? He's like, you got to put it out the window. You got to throw it up. So I stick it out the window. We're going 130. I'm like, okay, let's go. I stick it out the window. It pops in my hand, goes all over the, like, 
the car behind us's window <laughs> toast then it gets all in our car all over me it's just and the car smelled like shit so i started gagging again gag gag for the whole ride there and dylan was just laughing the whole way he's like oh my god i can't believe that happened like it's fucking jokes we get to hamilton and this is our second day on the job so we were meeting a lot of crackheads a lot of a lot of funny because we, we weren't just painting in in like an in hamilton like like a nice district in hamilton we were painting downtown hamilton so I don't want to say it, street name. The hood. The hood. The hood. The hood. <laughs> so there, there was actually a, a homeless shelter across from where we were working. And I just remember just this guy was, oh my God. Do you guys know uh, Weird Al, that singer? You yeah. Know? Nah. He, he does like the Lola songs. He, yeah. He, <laughs> he, would, he, put, he had this like sketchy ass speaker and he was just playing it every <laughs> single morning. He was playing Weird Al every morning. So me and Dylan would just jam out with this homeless guy to like this music and I actually shook this guy's hand. I don't know why. It was COVID. I just shook his hand for some weird reason. Um, shout out to, uh, oh, what was the pizza place name? Oh, it was, it was a great pizza place um, down in downtown Hamilton. We, we went there every day for, for uh, sloppy joes and pizza. It, it was actually, you know what, even though there was a lot of chaos that happened and, you know, the homeowners were not very nice and it was, it was just, I don't know. It was a great, it was a great time. I, I made my money and uh, yeah, that, that's my Hamilton story for the summer. Hank. All right. So like my brother, I was in the, you know, the labor business. So I was in construction and my uncle hired me and he's like, Hey man, you know, you got no skills. You got no, you know, you don't know what to do. So listen, I'm going to pay you reasonable amount just to help out my guys. I'm like, okay, I'll help them out do what I can. So the house that we were at um, was in Oakville and it was, you know, it was a tear down, rip out demolition. That's what I was, that's what I'm best known for demolition. So I was ripping out the house, you know, ripped out the carpet, ripped out the doors, you know, took out some walls, you know, all the simple demolition stuff. And we get down to the bathroom and everything's taken out. You know, we can see the plumbing and we can see the wires. And now we have to cut the wires because um, we're supposed to, I don't know, the wires didn't fit in the new position that the walls were going to be in. So we had to cut them and just put new wires in. So I worked with two guys. One was a plumber and one was a drywall guy. So the drywall guy is like, hey, I'm going to cut the wire. I'm like, and the, the plumber guy is like, no, 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 don't know. Uh, you have to grab the proper tool. So this guy grabs, of course, he grabs an all metal plier. And if you guys know science, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to mix metal with metal. Something with the positives and positive. I don't know. Something about that. Physics, you know. So he goes, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. The, uh, the drywall guy goes, I got it. I got it. So he, as he's pulling up the pliers to the cord, he cuts the cord, right? And I'm standing there with the hammer trying to take all these freaking nails. I look like a moron. And I look over to my left. And all I hear is, I got it. I got it. All I hear is, Pow. This guy takes out, he cuts the wire with the metal pliers. The whole house goes blackout. Lights are out. He flies back like a movie. And the plumber goes, ah, yeah, you got it, you got it, you got it. Pow, pow. And he said that the whole rest of the day, and I was laughing. Oh, I, I had to get this guy a towel for his head to grab his forehead up. Was, Yo, oh hey, hey t- tell him about the whole, the whole digging story. 
Nah, the, nah, grease, that, the that, greasy story. The greasy nah, story. Nah, nah. I'm gonna save those ones because <sighs> I have many stories from this job. So I'm gonna do one a pod. Yeah. Because I've got so many, I don't want to waste all of them. So that was my uh, electrician, you know, wire cutting story for this podcast. Um, thanks for listening to my, you know, part of the part of the summer story experience. And let's let's throw it over to Alan. Me? Oh. Uh. Well, unlike you guys, I wasn't necessarily in the uh, in the labor business. I was more in the smoking weed business. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I kind of spent most of my summer, um, you know, doing that. Um, not just that, you know. I dabbled in a couple other things. Oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. You know, just have, just have to try everything once, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um. But yeah, that was basically my summer. I really, I really, I really can't say I had, I had too much that went on. I um, <laughs> I think I got up. I played video games mostly, and I, I smoked weed. What about and, what about uh, the coddy? What about the March break and coddy and all that stuff? Uh, March. So March break in twenty. This is March break of twenty twenty. I was fully going into March break expecting to be working, and this is exactly when COVID hit. I don't know if you guys remember, but the March break started. And then I think about like a day after school closed, they announced that we were getting an extra week. And then they extended that a week later to two more weeks. And then we just never came back. Um, but during the March break, I was, I was going to work. Um, I, I worked at a camp. It's called the Harborfront Center. It's downtown Toronto. Uh, and they were on the news and everything talking about how they're going to open up safely because of COVID and how they're going to wear masks and have a lot of cleaning. And I was ready to go to work, and then they just uh, they just they just backtracked on it, and we we isolated for two months instead. That was interesting, but so yeah, I got I went uh, I went the whole summer without working, all of COVID without working actually, pretty impressive. I don't know how my bank account is still uh, okay. Oh boy, yeah, it's the power it's of like rough. And yeah, it's, a, it's exactly. rough here, boys. It is rough, but being in university is not cheap, boys. No. Boys, we're 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 gonna. I get gotta tell this. you that. Yeah, I gotta tell you this. that. Yeah, we we. Oh oh, we we know, man. This double, bro. It's double for us, man. Yeah, yeah. it's double. We can't be fucking around. So that's why we came to Guelph, man. Great, yeah. great yeah. scholarship Speak. opportunities. Um, I I love golf, man. Like yeah, for any of you like younger younger students who aren't in uni yet, check out Guelph. They got Guelph, great Guelph's programs. a good option. I honestly yeah. think Guelph's a little They're, overlooked. Some some of the yeah. other bigger unis, you look at like, like I don't even, even like Western Queen, and McGill, McGill, and all these, yeah. Like there's a lot of shine to them, but like this community yeah. is is truly like amazing. I love this community. And the things we we can do, like we, there's so many bright minds here, and there's so many great ideas that I I've, I've seen and heard from other people here. And it's like our business programs on the come up. Um, Stu just put a lot of money. Stu Lang, it's the business Lang. Um, he runs it. He owns. He's the president. You put a lot of money yeah, into this program. He built the business lane school. So. Yeah, yeah. He built that, and uh, yeah, I think we're a pretty underrated school in terms of business. Yeah. And uh, like that's that's my main thing. Like I, I love being the underdog, and I know all of us will do great things here. Speaking so. of Guelph, um, just a couple of weeks ago, I want to say about three, we were on uh, national TV quite a bit. Yeah. The news. Yeah. Um, for everyone out there that doesn't know what we're talking about, we had a massive outbreak on campus. It's awful. Um, 
we can we can we can get into the outbreak a lot because there's a, there is definitely a we lot can. to get into. You know what? We can. Um, Let's do it. Let's get into it. Where where were you guys when the news first broke that like that like people just around us are just getting COVID? It's well, just okay, like, oh. okay. So we had just seen a couple friends. Um, it was outside. We weren't indoors. And um, I know, we, the next like, morning, we dab them up. We shake hands. You know. Yeah. We welcome the crew, man. Welcome you. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So we wake up in the morning. And, um our roommate here emma is she's really into the news and she's always watching over the news and very skeptical about covid i mean all of us are so she told us the news and we were like oh my god what happened what happened so then what happened how did this happen how did this happen uh uh, there's there's a lot of people who are at fault i think can't name Um, any names obviously but I, I'm not going to name any names. You know who you are. I, I don't care. You know they, who you they are. Def- they definitely know who yeah. they are. So but smart up, guys. Smart up. Yeah, fr- definitely smart up. So um, how did this happen? So uh, it, so at the end of last semester, we had gone basically a whole semester without a COVID case. I think there was a couple at the end of the year, at the end of the semester, I mean. Yeah. But we were we were doing relatively fine. There was no, there's no cases on campus. Like majority of big universities in Ontario, Canada have had outbreaks to this point. So we're thinking that we're just doing a really good job of managing it. So the university decided to allow, I think, a thousand more students to come, which is like 40% of the capacity. 800. 800, 800. So that's like 40% of the kids now, I think, that that accounts. Or maybe it's less. I don't know the exact amount. I think it's like 35 or something like that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so it's around that. Um, So they let a bunch of new kids come. And then the new kids did what did what kids do you know well, did what we did, did what they we did, did exactly what we did when we came here in our first semester but when we when we came here in it was september yellow. there was we, no we, we were yeah. in the, the green zone even like things yeah. were fine the covid wasn't much of an issue so there was no covid there was literally no covid yeah there wasn't that wasn't really a thing back then um so we were relatively fine but they did it this time around what we did and they got punished for it and now there's a lot of fallout from this because yeah, I think a lot of people are very they're very scared. Firstly, um, because you know, like it's it's it, it's COVID. You know, like pe- people are scared of it, um, regardless if if like what would happen to you if you got it or not. So everyone was really upset with the university for allowing more kids to come, and then basically they're just allowing them to party because there was some there were some big gatherings here. Yes. Uh, and yes. I don't know how they, they managed to get away with it, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's pretty. But, I'm sorry, but they're 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 fucking idiots. You know what? They're idiots. I, yeah, I, they, I, yeah. Like, like, because it's 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 winter, right? It's winter yeah. right now. Doug, Doug literally just he called for the lockdown. He called for the lockdown. And these kids are having seven, 40, 50, 70 people parties. And what happens? Yeah. You get COVID. This is the, everyone gets and COVID. You know what? Hank and I aren't being shy. We were exposed to it. Um, actually, we all were. It's we in all some were, yeah. in some sort of way. Well, we were. I'll tell you how I was. This is how I got exposed. So I was in a <laughs> laundry room with a land, and we were you know doing our laundry. You know, and just having a little chat. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Sports or something. And so I'm not gonna name who it was, but an individual walked into the laundry room, and this individual does not have a mask on. And I go, hey, excuse me, can you please put a mask on? And the person goes, do you really care? Like, are you serious right now, Henry? 
because this person obviously knows me. And I said, are you kidding me? Put your goddamn mask on or leave the laundry room, okay? And this person obviously puts it on. And later I find out after I do my laundry, settle in my room, you know, kick my feet up. I get a, you know, Snapchat or a social from, you know, where this person was and what's happened to this person. And this person had COVID. And I was eight feet, 12 feet away from this person. I mean, I didn't get COVID, obviously, because I tested negative, but I was scared. And you know what? Even putting that scared notion on somebody is horrible. Like, it's awful, and I don't want that to happen. And this person obviously was very negligent about, you know, the rules and to, you know, to wear a mask. And it just goes to show about how our generation treats this thing. And I also find it ridiculous. It's much different. It's much yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not going to lie, I think Alon and I can speak for ourselves here, but we weren't too worried about this thing. We weren't like too skeptical about this. Cause I mean, yeah, I mean, neither. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, you were a bit more, Hank, be honest with you. You were a bit more than us. A tiny um, bit more, but that was because of past experiences. There's nothing wrong with being safe, you know? Exactly. No, I, I know mean, we're safe. It's just, yeah. you know, for other people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I know what you mean, but, uh, so yeah, I was also in that laundry room with you. <laughs> as soon as you left she took her mask off so um For fuck's sake. and then it, i was fine <laughs> in the end so i was fine in the end so it didn't really matter but that was just like uh it was just like a like a oh shit moment you know well yeah, yeah. Like a, like a, it was very ironic because she came in and was like you don't actually care that i have to wear a mask in here do you yeah and then, and, and she had it you know it, it proves it could be anywhere well, it just goes to show how little respect they have for, you know, what's happening. And for me, for Christ's yeah. sakes, like they're not listening to me. So I mean, that's I, Frank. I, I don't, I don't think that um, the kids should be all at fault for like what happened here, you know? No, no. Because we, we did exactly what these kids are doing right now in our first semester here. And we, we, we got like, I don't want to say we got lucky, but we, we did get kind of lucky. Like no one ever got COVID. Like we, people had parties here in the first semester. We know that. And we just never had it, you yeah. know? Yeah. And no, I yeah, got lucky. yeah, but it, I, don't, it, it, yeah. I don't know what they expect. You know, there's bring 800 new kids. These are like 19 year old horny teenagers yeah. who only think about drugs and sex. Yeah. And you expect them to isolate in their house. Like no. that is probably, that is one of the craziest things I've ever They're heard. They're also like, paying how for can you expect? Yeah. How could you expect the kids to do that? And uh, yeah, the university makes money on us. So it incentivizes them to bring us to here. Yeah. even if there is covid but it, it's they're facing a lot of backlash now um and they've had to put a lot of measures in place you know it's like we're it's almost like we're in prison here now yeah this is why i'm glad lock lockdown is coming to an end because i you know what i i, I even though they're idiots i do feel for the new kids because they never really got we got like yeah. a nice just like a solid a week you know orientation week get to meet everyone and have fun and don't get in trouble and have sex, drink, you know, just what you're supposed to be doing. That's that's what university students that's what do, it's what know? it's all about. That is what it's all about. And no one is ashamed of saying it. It's true. I mean, to all the parents listening to this, come on, you guys know. Yeah. You, guys, you were nineteen, you guys. guys. Come on. You were you were all nineteen at some yeah, point. Yeah, you guys yeah. are ruthless, more probably more ruthless than us. So Yeah, ruthless motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, on that note. 
I mean, not on that note, but to continue on on the pod, I think we're going to, you know, throw in a new segment on the pod. I know we did those freaking party stories from last year. I don't know that was it. I got some smack from that, but <laughs> I think we're going to throw in a new segment called uh, Frank's Gambling Corner. RA, don't sue me, but we're naming it Frank's Gambling Corner. And we're going to start off with Cam's picks for, you know, for betting. So, the Gamma Corner is basically just our bets that we make on our betting apps, our betting platforms, and we just want to share it with 18, almost 19, where we can do it. So we're just going to share you our picks. You can, you know, comment, DM us if you don't like them or if you like them. You can even DM us to get on and share your picks, right? So I know our buddy Johnny wants to come on and share his fantasy picks and stuff. So No! <gasps> I just lost another dollar. <sighs> See, that's a perfect segue to oh my God. Tommy's Okay, let's go. Okay, so tonight I, I picked Tampa, St. Louis, and the Raptors. And uh, the Raptors won. It's a great game against the Grizzlies. Came back. Um, Tampa won. No doubt about that. Based in Nashville. Um, and St. Louis Blues lost the Arizona Coyotes. And I know, Hank, you bet on them tonight. Did you? Um, on, sorry? The Arizona Coyotes. So, yeah. Oh, they lost? No, they won. Let's go. I, so I, that means my parlay. Hit. Yeah. I'm not gonna I, get yeah. Now I have exactly one cent in my account. So it's amazing. You know, you know I, I, I love well, when that happens. I know. I love that too. And I, I was up what? 35 bucks. Now I'm at a cent. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go to tomorrow's games here. Hank, don't, don't kill me for doing this, but I'm, I'm going to do the Wednesday games. Um, so the Leafs are playing the Montreal Canadiens. What a rival. What a rival. And, you know, they lost. Oh, no, that is not. Sorry. That is on Thursday. Tomorrow, there's a lot of games going. Here, Hank, you start first. I got to look at these. Well, I, 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 for all you guys who probably don't know me, I mean, I don't make bets, um, you know, in, like a couple of days before. I usually make them the day of. So you guys are basically just going to hear my bets up for today. Uh, this is going to come out later tonight, so you guys can all see how well or how not well I did. So I, I bet an over 1.5 in the first period for the Preds and the Lightning. This is all NHL for viewers who don't know. I lost it. You know, I put half a unit, so it wasn't that much. I also put half a unit on that game going over over 5.5 goals. It didn't. didn't hit. Then I went to the, you know, Maple Leafs and Canucks game. Did over, tried to do over 6.5 total goals to the game. Final score was 3-1 Toronto, so I lost that. Another half unit gone. Then I did a nice little parlay. I did a weigh-in draw, so I mean, they need to get at least one point. I did a weigh-in draw for Edmonton, which they won. I did a weigh-in draw for Coyotes, and they won. So I won that parlay. Made a nice unit in a bit. And my last couple bets were, you know, just some cheeky little player bets. I did Barzell to get at least a point. He did. That's an easy 1.6 multiplier. And then I got Panarin. On the Rangers, who sadly did not get a point, um, which sucks. Uh, but, yeah, those are just my little bets. Uh, I'll definitely – next time I'll plan my bets out better and try and bet throughout the week. But uh, let's hand it over to you, Land, now. Uh, oh, so for me, this guy's my a bets, guy, by the way. I'm, uh, I don't really bet on hockey. Um, yeah. I, 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 I come to you guys for the hockey stuff. Even, even though I played a lot growing up, I never really got into it. Like – watching it so tonight i had uh i had two bets that i was focused on i had 
Van Fleet, Przingis, and Oladipo all score 20-plus points, and it looks like that's going to hit tonight. And then I have the Raptors, Lakers, and Bucks all winning tonight. Um, we'll, we'll see how they do. Um, but for my picks for the rest of the week, I'm going with uh, Manchester United over West Ham in uh, Tuesday's FA Cup game. I think Man U's been flying high lately. They got a good shot. And my other pick is for Wednesday, and I'm going to choose the Hornets over the Grizzlies. Hornets are playing really well. LaMelo Ball looks really comfortable out there. Hayward's back in form. Terry looks good. Everyone but P.J. Washington is looking good on that team. So, yeah, those are my picks. What about you, Tam? I'm going to go, yeah, so for hockey, I'm going to strictly sit the hockey because I don't know any, any other sport that well. Uh, I'm going for the Black – it's a weird game to pick, but I'm going for the Blackhawks over the Stars. Uh, I'll probably put a dollar on that. Just because, like, Lankanen's been playing pretty well. I know they beat the Dallas Stars um, on Saturday night, but I'm thinking the Blackhawks are starting to hit, like, a bell curve. You know, they're, they're starting to – they're starting to – Get, get up in points and Dallas Stars are eh, you know what it's, it's gonna be tough but I, I'm screwed I'm, I'm going over Blackhawks um and for Wednesday I'm going I'm going Canadians over my Leafs I, ha- I hate to say it but the Leafs are already on a huge winning streak what five six games Canadians, amazing right now they are playing very well um the two goalies are Anderson and Price, so it's going to be a great game. But I think the Canadians are going to win in overtime, 5-4. Five, 5-4, four. Five, four, solid. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're right about Chicago. Like, they got a couple new rookies that are coming in the league. They got Kurashev, who's a first-line forward right now, because Tage took an absolute leave of absence. I'm not sure why. He's out indefinitely. I'm not uh, – again, I don't know why, but probably personal reasons with the team. I'm not going to get too into that. But they also got <laughs> – this new guy from from the Swiss League, Pius Suter, who's kind of on fire right now. Yes. I, I like him a lot. I also like some other defense, like Ian Mitchell. He's a rookie. And you also got, you know, Bockvist. I know he's been out a bit, but, you know, all decent. I know I love Zadorov, the fighter, fire defenseman, usually top four D pair. And you got the stud, the veteran, Duncan Keith on the back end who's going to help you out and he's also going to help out Kane and assisting all of his goals because Kane is disgusting. And again, yeah, you're right. Lankin and he's an up-and-coming goalie. I think he's going to be the next, you know, anti-Niemi for the Chicago. You know, he's going to revive that that next cup that they're going to win and he's going to be the guy. So, yeah, that's that's basically my analysis over that game. What, what do you think in Boston and versus the Rangers? Oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to go with the Boston – Bruins. Hopefully there's no upset, but they've just proven it. You know, Pasternak's back. He scored a hat trick a couple, couple nights ago. Oh my God. He's so gross. Yeah. He's, he, he has what, like 10 points in, in four games, five games? Yeah. He's, he's, he's ridiculous. A, he's definitely like, you know, Radulov. Like he's definitely a farm animal. So, yeah, that's all I got for hockey so far. I mean, Elena, do you want to point anything else out of, in, before we end, uh, end this pod? No, not really. I, I have got my picks in for the week. Yeah, I have a little um, just because we're we're starting to get more into business here and sort of want to move on to, to stocks here. I it's just a little a little message. I my our our cousin Alec, he uh, we we talk a lot about the stock market and I just want to mention to you guys uh, the stock 
that I, I think is going to do pretty well. It's called Topic.us. Um, let's pull it up here. Again, this is not investing advice. This it's is- not. It's just something I saw, and it's starting out pretty well. Um, let's see what this is saying here. It's at 62.50 right now. They are a their software company set like stem from the Netherlands. Um, I think I think they're they're going to do great. Their market cap is 5.67 billion. It's okay. Um, and they started out what last week. So their high was 67. The low was 57. So they got that a pretty good gap there to uh, work within. But yeah, that's my take on on stocks. I'm, I'm I've really gotten into them um, since I've been. Eric Wolf and talking to people. I'm also going to finance, so it's great to to look at the stock market every day and make make my predictions. So yeah, that's that's my little my little segment there on on the stock market for 2021. Well, that concludes the gambling quarter and you know Tam's little stock update. So we're just gonna go into you know the conclusion of the pod. I'd like to thank obviously Alain for joining us on our podcast journey. For this next, for the, I guess, I'm guessing the next couple of years, if we can just keep this thing running every week. Yeah, I know I'd, we're, I'd love to do that. Midterms yeah. coming up this week, but you know, I wish both of you guys good luck on your midterms. We're gonna crush it. And, and we're we're actually gonna announce the next guest on our podcast. Um, actually, we'll we'll tell you guys on social media. Yeah, no, we're, we're not gonna announce it yet. We, we've got. Yeah. A, by the way, if you guys want to be on the pod, just shoot us a DM. Yeah, on the Roost Podcast we're, at at Roost Podcast Instagram. And I'm going to see if I can make a Twitter account or something. I don't know. I don't really like Twitter. I don't think our generations, I mean, I guess the O2s aren't that great with it. I don't really like it. I have my account myself, but I don't really like it. So I'm just going to stick to Instagram for now. Um, definitely not going to go to Twitch because I don't know how that works. So I, yeah, just Instagram and DM us if you want to be on the pod. I got a list going, so should be, should be good. Um, yeah. Anything else, boys? Or I think we're good. Hey, we're good. We're good. All, All right. right. Till next time. Cheers, Cheers boys. Listening. Cheers, fellas. Need no chariot. Dead thing wanna be wifey. We can't even be companions. My young G is carrier. Make him feel the force like Anakin. It's, it's incredible scenes. You can't make this up. Two times that a man lost blood. Football and paper cuts. I see them man hate enough. Fuck. Why you gotta make it tough? Wife talk, I break that up. Trust. She can never make that us. So, what are you saying? I don't know about them, man, but us, man, know not to write statements. My bro got shots for his flavors, same way we got shots for our pagans. Young G in a new country, taking over, that's colonization. Fuck your organization, hating, you must think that we're gaming. My little bro did him inside out, that's hand eye coordination. That nigga there would have dropped that day, true shader, man, them did save him. Now he wanna call out pagan, raging. How you gonna make that statement? Like, how you gonna make that? How you gonna make that work? Back. Below the average, baby, how you gonna make that twerk? Like, how you gonna make that shake? Wait, how you gonna make that move? If I said he's been touched, I'm lying, but it's on sight till I make that true. It's incredible scenes, you can't make this up. Two times that a man lost blood, football and paper cuts. I see them man hate enough, fuck, why you gotta make it tough? Wife talk, I break that up, trust, she can never make that us. Any time of day, bang, for bro, that's famous. Girls wanna go on dates, take a man out like Ramos. Still can't dead this beef, release it like bro said man on. This war lost him in infinity, man do it like Hulk and Thanos.
Thank <laughs> you.